0: Patience and motherhood, can we live both well? In today's episode, we're talking about the Marian virtue of heroic patience and how to live it out in our current culture. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as his disciples. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are really excited because we are in a new set, a new setup. And if you're listening on iTunes, this is a new place for us, too. So audio, visual, we got it all.
1: Yeah, I know, lots of new things, (laughs) some changes, so we are so excited to be journeying with each other and with our audience in trying to really be holy moms, parents, disciples of Jesus, which is... A work in progress for me, for sure.
0: Daily, daily, and shout out to Rana Egan from Rana Egan Designs. She, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, she is responsible for our new setup, uh, making it feel a little bit more like home. Because yes. really, I think the the goal of um, this podcast, in particular, especially if you're new here, is to really talk about like what does life look like in the Beyond just the catechetical and as the St. Philip Institute, we really focus on teaching the Catholic faith, which is so important But there's also the lived experience of it and a lot of us are living that at home (laughs) with our families So we're excited that you're here and we are gonna dive into a pretty big topic for moms today
1: Yes, so with it being the month of May, which is also the month of Mary Focusing on the Ten Virtues of Mary, which was something that was foreign to me. I didn't really know about this until a few years ago. I was reading – I was doing the consecration, St. Louis de Montfort's consecration to Jesus through Mary. And he just mentions the Ten Virtues of Mary, but doesn't go into detail. And I'm looking at these list of virtues. They include things like blind obedience, heroic patience, angelic sweetness, uh, humility. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man – Those are really hard. Those are very hard. I didn't didn't feel like I was doing any of them well. But knowing that Mary as a model for women, as mothers, as a disciple of Jesus, I'm like, I really want to dive into those. And just thought that beginning sort of our new change with the podcast, it'd be really great to highlight Mary and the virtues, but kind of take it slowly because there's a lot in there to unpack and to really try to live by.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you are like me and you read that list of 10 virtues, like Mickey was saying, I cringe when I look at that list because it's all the things that I'm terrible at. Yeah. Like blind obedience. What? (laughs) Humility, (laughs) patience. Today we're talking about patience in particular. But I'm I'm really bad at all of those things. And I think the temptation as moms especially is to look at something like that and to say, like, well, I'm not I'm not good at any of it so mm-hmm. why why try or to despair and think like well I'm always going to be um I'm always going to struggle um mm-hmm. in those areas and then I also think like okay it's the blessed mother she is without sin she had the perfect kid like of course she was able to live these <laughs> virtues beautifully but to go beyond that and and realizing okay Mary is the model of discipleship yeah right and there's hope in in everything that that she teaches us, she teaches us to be receptive, she teaches us to be obedient um, to the Lord, and it's not coming from a place of, well, Mary's so much better than me, but Mary can help us in our walk towards holiness. So there's a lot we can learn from her.
1: Yeah, and it's funny, it's one of those things where I thought I was actually much better at these virtues before I got Mm. married and had children. I actually, in reality, I wasn't good at them, but when you're married and when you have children and your home is just full of, like we say, the messiness of everyday life, that those things really come to the forefront of like, "Mm, maybe I'm not as patient as I thought I was, Mm -hmm. maybe. (laughs) Or I know I'm not as patient as as I thought I was. And so I know for me, entrance into motherhood, um, has really brought to light, because your kids, my kids, well, I don't know about your kids, my mm-hmm. kids can point out very quickly when they're like, Mom, didn't, you said you were going to work on this. And I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things, you know, practicing virtue is challenging because mm-hmm. um, if you're not familiar with the word virtue, it's more than just a value, not you're not just saying oh well this thing is important right mm-hmm. virtue is living it's a habitual disposition to do what is good so it's a habit a, a good spiritual habit that our soul is just inclined to do and the more virtuous we are the easier it is to do to be patient to be kind uh, to be prayerful and we could just list off all these all these virtues but it's having that habit right that disposition of always doing that which is good yeah
0: yeah, so talking specifically about patience today, because we're gonna we're gonna eventually go through all of the the Marian virtues, mm-hmm. uh, but thinking specifically about patience, I immediately get images of like myself losing patience <laughs> and how I'm not good at that. So when we talk about Mary being patient, and when we look at any image of her, I think she just she exudes love and patience and gentleness, and again all those things that I am not perfect at, but how do we, how would we define Marian, or does De Montfort call it heroic patience? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's heroic. Yeah. (laughs) Sure.
1: So it's, it's funny because my understanding of patience has changed, especially after Mm. reading more about Mary's patience, but I know sometimes we may think as a culture that patience is the ability to wait Mm. on something Mm -hmm. without complaining. Mm But I would say that's just surface level,
0: right?
1: Um, Yes, it's absolutely good to be able to wait for something calmly. And we see that, and we're going to talk about this too, challenges where that doesn't happen a lot in our culture. Like um, we see things all the time, like instant gratification. Like Mm. we rarely have to wait on things that we want. And when we do, we can see all kinds of behavior that – at least in me, that I wish I didn't exhibit. Like, if I don't get what I want, Mm -hmm. even if it's something good that I'm desiring. But really, patience goes more than just waiting for something that's good, waiting uh, calmly for something that's good. St. Thomas Aquinas, he said that, Patience safeguards the mind from being overcome with sorrow. So patience really helps us overcome fear in doing what is right and just. Mm. So if if people are familiar with the four cardinal virtues, patience falls under fortitude, um, which is the ability to overcome fear, to do that which God is calling us to do, courageously right heroically and patience falls under that it helps us endure the sufferings of this life the trials of this life without um, being overcome with sorrow like I can't do this or I don't want to do this and I'm not going to try and so because the danger of ridicule and suffering and in very rare cases right death for our faith Mm -hmm. Um, it can withdraw man from doing that, which is good,
0: yeah. i th- I really, really like that quote because i th- I think I think especially as mothers, like we were saying in in the very beginning, there is there is a tendency to, um, I think, turn, I'll speak for myself, to turn inward and to to realize what I am not doing. Like all of the, it's, it's really easy to get sucked into that vortex of what am I not doing? Whether it's being a Pinterest mom and doing all these crafts and making sure that your kids are clean and happy all the time and your living room looks great, or <laughs> that like, in in comparison to like the reality of of daily life and the messiness of it all um but just seeing seeing or the sin of comparison maybe Mm -hmm. that's a maybe that's a good way to to put it but thinking about well I'm not as good of a mom as that mom over there or feeling judged or just kind of Falling inward and thinking, well, I'm I'm failing at all of these virtues, and how am I ever going to to be able to to strive forward? But to realize that patience and fortitude go together, mm-hmm. and to have that courage to also um, step into the mercy of God, like being Catholic, having the sacraments that we can go to confession as often as we need to, as as moms, as as Catholics, um, and to to get up again. Um, because that I think that's the danger sometimes, is that we realize a lack in ourselves. And it's like, well, I messed up. So I'll just keep yelling right. <laughs> or um, to not realize that uh, that um that god that God wants us to 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 be whole and that it's going to take a daily journey to be able to do that.
1: oh, absolutely. You know, and with with patience, right, it gives us the ability to endure trials, which, I thought once I discovered the vocation God was calling me to, that a lot of the discernment would be done, Mm -hmm. right? That, oh, God's calling me to marriage to this guy who's amazing. My husband is amazing. But we have still endured trials that you can't anticipate some of the things that life is going to bring to you. Right. And it's in those moments when those trials hit, when those hardships, I mean, are just so difficult to overcome. Patience is the virtue that will help you persevere in those trials. Because it's not just about, like I said, not just about sitting and waiting until a trial passes, you know, that you're like, okay, well now I can get to life as normal. But realizing that in that, that part, a huge part of patience is trusting in the goodness of God's plan throughout that whole trial, right? Throughout that whole difficulty. That God is always at work Mm. and trust in God's plan, trust that he's working in your life is a huge part to growing in, uh, in patience. And I know we've talked about this multiple times, but that sense of control Mm. when we're losing what we, the control we think we have. I know for me, that's when I get really impatient. Yeah. Um, and I know we also talked to, to some other moms, and a common thread was I tend to be impatient when control is like slipping from my grasp. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's really it's it's interesting to see it in light of uh, the. Even beyond just mom, like it's not just moms that are not patient, right? We know that when we look at the culture today, I think we see um, evidence that we've all lost the ability to to be patient or to 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 take the time to listen, to uh, to go beyond um, uh, presumptions, all of that, uh, and technology has a big impact on that. Mm-hmm. So there there are studies that show. I think it was a 2015 study that showed our our attention spans are interrupted every eight seconds. And another study that showed that we can only focus on screens for about 40 seconds at a time. So on top of all that, you add the, you add family dynamics or you add like, we're all, <laughs> we're all on our own journeys or experiencing all these different things. But you look at the conversations that are being had in mm-hmm. our culture right now. Um, and there is, without a doubt, <laughs> a lack of of empathy, a lack of compassion, a lack of of trying to understand the other. and because we're in this like on demand I want everything right now and you were talking about this lack of control that we feel Mm -hmm. so we definitely feel it as moms with these um beautiful children that have their own free will have their own free (laughs) will um but even in the the dynamics and the the situations that we're in right now and everything can feel very divisive um are you wearing a mask are you not wearing a mask are you getting vaccinated are you not getting vaccinated um racial conversations just so many different things and it's like we can't we we cannot pause long enough to be receptive to to really trying to understand the other person. Mm-hmm. I know that patience goes beyond like just waiting, but um but because we're such a like fast on demand um, we want everything right now, we want to have control of the situation. Mm-hmm. The lack of control that we feel right now um, is expressed in, in different ways. In the conversations that we have online, but also in the dynamics and in the relationships that we have with each other. And I think the feedback that you got from a lot of moms was so good because it it echoed a lot of that.
1: Absolutely, and and two, it's the idea that I, when I become impatient, it's that my life is not looking the way that I want it to. Mm, even mm. even if what I want from my family is good and holy, if that plan is not peaceful, and if there's a lot of resistance to that, it's because like, well, this isn't going as I wanted it. And that's when for me, I really start to be impatient, especially like when I'm trying to do something good for my kids. Like Mm -hmm. if we're getting ready to go for a play date that they've been excited about and I'm packing lunches and I'm asking them for help and I'm like, can't you see, like, I need your help because I'm trying to do something really good for you here. Mm -hmm. You just have to wait and you have to cooperate with me so that we can get to where we want to be. And I, I just... I get impatient because like, they're not acting the way I want them to right now. We're right. not getting out of the house as quickly right. as I want to right now. Right. And all of the things that we're doing is actually something for them. Right. And I'm like, can't you guys see this? Can and you see I, I'm trying to love you? And I've even said that before. I've said that to my kids like, I'm trying harder than you are to make sure that you have a fun mm-hmm. time. And and sometimes I look at myself and how I've reacted and I'm like, man, I wonder what... I know God doesn't look at me that way, but I would totally understand if he did, Mm -hmm. right? He's able to see, to love me in all of my messiness and distraction and my inability to focus on him, and he still loves me through that. Mm. And I think when I am sort of being hard on my children and being impatient with them, I think, man, if we had a God that treated um, me the way that I'm treating my children, we'd all be in trouble, right? (laughs) But our God is slow to anger,
0: mm. Mm. and He
1: is so patient with patient with us, and br- like constantly, all right, you're straying, let's come back, all right? Let's come mm-hmm. back. And I just, in my inability to practice virtue, I am reminded of God's love, mm. right? And mm. I am reminded of Mary's example. But I think for me, it just boils down to my life right now doesn't look like I want or how I planned. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Even if it's good, right? Um, I want my kids to be holy, but they're acting up during prayer like, (laughs) acting up during Mass.
0: (laughs) Yeah absolutely and bringing that back to the blessed mother even um like okay so we we get impatient because of this lack of control and I think about this Marian disposition that she trusted in God's plan because I mean of all people I mean she could have been like I'm the mother of God like what what are you why aren't aren't you just why aren't you better (laughs) um but the fact that That she, she lived as, I mean, she's the first disciple. She's, uh, she's totally receptive to God's will for her life. And that that trust element seems like, I mean, we know fortitude and patience go together, but that trust is, is so key because if I trust in God's plan, then that allows me to be at peace with whatever happens that, okay, I, I, I love my children, but God loves them more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want what's best for my children. God wants even more goodness than I can even imagine. Uh, but maybe to lean on that, or to to take that to the Blessed Mother, even to just to ask for that grace to trust God more, even with the day to day things. Because I mean, we, we deal with a lot, and I know a, a lot of our a lot of our audiences, moms, um, but all of us are dealing with a lot, regardless of mm-hmm. our vocation, and we experience that um, just within our motherhood. But um, yeah, like that that whole idea of just proper surrender to the holy spirit and that fruit can come from that
1: yeah proper surrender and i also think proper prioritizing Mm. of what god has placed in our care and i was reading an article that you sent to me about how with modern technology it has really kind of created an environment where most of us can be impatient and you think about we have the ability to be instantly gratified at the touch of a finger.
0: Amazon Prime.
1: Oh, that's exactly an example that I had. Like, some people will either buy Prime to get the free two-day shipping, or we will pay extra
0: for a ticket shipped to us sooner. And then, if my Prime doesn't come through, it's like, what? I have to wait three days for this? Are you kidding me? Gosh, my ancestors are just... mm. Anyway.
1: Yeah, but no, and I think about... I, I do think it is becoming... More challenging for us to be patient, but to also raise children mm. who are patient. Yeah. Because if you if you just sit and look at how people wait, how do people wait in traffic? Mm. Uh, what do what do families do um, on their way to school? Like, are are there TVs on in the car for a ten minute drive? Uh, are there um, when we're waiting in line at the grocery store? Right, and so. Those things can be unpleasant. I'm not saying that they're not. Right. But what we're doing is, I think, and you can disagree with me, but I think what we're doing with the whole idea of like, oh, you're unhappy? That's true. Here's, <laughs> here is something that you enjoy. Right. Um, so keep yourself distracted mm-hmm. from the unpleasantness. Mm. I mean, that's my take on it. Yeah. Because sometimes I do the same thing. If I've had a hard day and I'm like checked out, I'm like, I just want to watch something
0: mindless mindless
1: right. I, I just want to sort of escape for a minute right but I felt like as a so I'm guilty of it too but I also felt as a culture we're, we're raising our children that way mm. like oh you're getting antsy in this store um. Here's, here this will keep you quiet
0: yeah
1: right um but we want peace with we want the right kind of peace right mm. we want we want obedient children, right. right, who know how to act in stores, right. but they actually have to learn how to deal with slight unpleasantness. Like right. really at the end of the day, if they have to wait a few minutes in the store, um, it's going to be okay. Right. Now, it might be a humbling experience for the parents. Absolutely. I, I'm
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I had a. I didn't have a breakdown in a store. One of my children had a breakdown um, in the store, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what to do. Right. So I set everything down and I said we're going to the car. And I told him I was like you can join us if you want. He's like 3 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I just start walking away and my child is yelling in the store. I don't want to go. I want this this thing that he wanted. Mm-hmm. And I am I mean, in that moment I was just so embarrassed. And I'm mm-hmm. like I don't know what to do, and I didn't lose my cool because I was in shock right. I was like, I can't react at all. We just need to we go, just to go home. <laughs> and i know I know children just because in their development they're working on self control right but we also as parents we have to teach them we also have to teach and that is an exhausting process at least for me mm-hmm. to teach my children, but I feel with with technology that it has become more difficult I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And as you were, I mean, as you were describing that situation, I was just thinking about how a lot of, or one of the struggles that we have um, as parents, as Catholic parents, um, is going to mass with our kids. And we're like, this is the source and summit of our faith. Like we want to do, we want to do the right thing. We want to bring them to Jesus. But I'm I'm sure your kids are so well behaved at mass. I've seen them. They're so good. No,
1: no. Okay. Stop me for a minute. This is why we sit in the very front because the voices travel forward, so the people behind oh, us really can't hear. I like hear. that tactic. I'll, I mean, keep that the only mind. person that can really see are the priests and the altar servers. But
0: right, right, and that oh man, I just think about like this this past weekend, even of taking our kids to mass. I'm like, okay, we are here because we're trying to be holy. Like, can't you see we're trying to be? Holy? <laughs> we're trying to be holy. We love God so much, and I love you so much. So please behave. Uh, but. Our, our kids all have different personalities. My oldest child is, I mean, she's six and she's the oldest girl and she she's very good at sitting still. Um, but my four year old is so wiggly like he can't he can't sit still. So I'm learning how to OK, how do I help him navigate? Getting through Mass, especially when you know you get you get bonus homilies sometimes. <laughs> right. Like we got we got a bonus homily, and that was great. It was great, <laughs> but but seeing how that affects our kids, and I've got one kid that will provide commentary through the whole Mass. I have loudly. one of those. Yep. And like again, like just having having the patience to realize like what we are doing is good, and and whether it's at Mass or trying to pray together as a family at the end of the day. Um, Having patience with ourselves as parents, realizing like we are doing, we are doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing, and it's not gonna, it's it's not gonna be perfect. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be really messy and loud, and it may require escorting someone out of the church occasionally. Uh, but that all of those things are good, and God sees that. Mm-hmm. And I think, and someone after mass this past Sunday actually stopped us and said it's so good that you're that you're bringing your kids because the graces will pay off in the end um, you don't even realize like what types of graces um, will come from bringing your kids to mass on a weekly basis, and I think that goes for almost every aspect of family life. Yeah. And thinking about how those moments when we are impatient or those moments when we feel a lack of control and we're just trying our best, God sees that. <laughs> God yeah. sees our efforts, and that we can take comfort in it. And we're we're going to fail. I. I I fail constantly. There are times where I would much rather just scroll mindlessly through Instagram reels than, <laughs> than engage with what's happening um, in the house. But to realize that like, God sees the efforts that we're making and yes, we're called to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, um, but we're, we're gonna make mistakes, but praise God for the sacraments. Right. Because we need them.
1: <laughs> yeah, to the idea of having to go this alone it should never be a concept that we have in our head, right? Mm. Because we do have the sacraments. We right. have Christ, right, who graciously pours out his life to us through the sacraments, mm-hmm. um, through our life of prayer, through our church, hopefully through the community that we're building. And so if any, when I feel like I'm in it alone, those are really the moments when everything is grating on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I'm like – Nobody understands if right. I try to talk to someone, they're not going to get it or they're going to judge me like, mm-hmm. this lady's in ministry, right? And this is how she's acting. And, I, and that's hard. Right? But to realize that we are not in this alone, that this journey that we are on um, is not like when we are never just sitting idle, Right? I hate the idea of like a waiting, like waiting to see what God does, because mm-hmm. he's never inactive.
0: Mm,
1: so we're never just sitting and like waiting like, yeah. okay. Just. Yeah. He's always trying to work something in in us. Absolutely. And Absolutely. to always be aware of like there, God is going to work things for the good, right? Even if something bad that happens, even if something unpleasant, God is still working in mm-hmm. that, and it's really mm-hmm. – but we have a role to play in that, right? To cooperate with that grace, to to be in constant communication with God, like, okay, help me in this, be with me in yeah. this, to sit in his presence. Because yeah, it's it's hard. It's really hard to just live in those moments, especially the difficult ones. Mm. Uh because we can see things. I know, like you said earlier, it's easy to just scroll through like Instagram stories, and that's I. I like social media, but I also have a beef with social media <laughs> because people present, mm. for the most part, their picture perfect thing. Right. But then, what happens when we post it? Right. Like, wonder how many people have liked it? Right. Right. And so that idea of like I'm getting approval for mm. this thing. Right. And we don't really have to wait very long to get. Well, maybe, maybe some of us like me have to wait longer to get likes on a post, but we go back to check, mm-hmm. right? How many do I have? Mm-hmm. And so it's, again, it's that idea of instant gratification of being able to say, like, who is paying attention to what I'm doing? And I can find that out right now. Right. Man. Like, I don't have to wait for a phone call right, or a letter sent in the mail. Right. You know, and, and that can make the practice of patience challenging.
0: Very, very challenging. And I I almost want to go back to just the definition because you said it so well. I'm going to go back to the catechism. A virtue is a habitual and firm disposition to do the good. It allows the person not only to perform good acts, but to give the best of himself. Mm. And I think, I mean, we want that. We want to give the absolute best of ourselves um, as mothers. We want to give the best of ourselves to our children. Um, And we've been entrusted with with a pretty big responsibility Um, because it's not just, you know, getting our kids through kindergarten through high school. I mean, we want our, we want our children to become saints mm-hmm. and as i mean as as wives as well like we're we're called to help our spouses to to be holy and to help them become saints and it can be a very overwhelming task to think about everything that god has entrusted to us and just i mean as we were we're talking about you know mary in virtue and reflecting on okay what what is mary what is mary to us how can she help us i mean she's this perfect perfect human perfect mother um but how how can we receive from her and i was i was reflecting on the annunciation and the the verse that really stood out for me was in luke chapter 2 verse 37 where after the angel has explained everything that's going to happen he says for nothing will be impossible with god and then right after that uh, mary gives her fiat And I just, I keep reflecting on those words for nothing will be impossible with God. And I think that that's something that we can cling to as we're reflecting not only on like Mirian virtue or how we can um, imitate that in our own lives, but just in living our lives as disciples of Jesus Christ, like it will be challenging, but God God, God knows. God, God will help us through every aspect of this. And while we may not have an, an angel to come and say, "Well, this is going to happen, and this is <laughs> going to happen, and then this is going to happen," um, we we have the hope and the promise that. Um, that God knows what's best for us and we've received those graces. Like when we talk about the graces that come from the sacrament, like that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have that support that, okay, while it may be really overwhelming to try to, um, to try to raise our children in the perfect way, and we're going to have these moments of failure, we're going to be, we're going to be impatient. Like it's, it's yeah. going to happen. Um, there's still, there's still that grace and that hope that God, Nothing is impossible with God, and if we believe that he is who he says he is, then we can take a breath, and we don't have to be in control of yeah. everything.
1: Yeah. No, and I think, too, one of the things with Mary that um, – focusing on the seven stars of Mary was something that helped me understand her heroic patience. Mm-hmm. She was perfect, but she she still had to endure – a lot of trials that were that were very difficult, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm um, yeah. fleeing to Egypt because someone wanted to <sighs> right. kill her son, yeah. um, giving birth in a manger, uh, watching her son walk Calvary and mm. be crucified. Mm. Like these are things that she still had to live through and endure. And, and knowing that, she there's no trial that she does not understand or that she can't help me go through mm-hmm. as as a mom, as a woman, as a disciple. And so that has that is something that has helped my relationship with Mary uh, is knowing that, okay, yes, she was perfect and she had a perfect son, but she still had to go through the things. Like she still had to go through the most painful um, experience of watching her son and his yeah. final moments, you know, and not being able to do anything. Right. But again, it goes back to trusting Trust in the God's goodness plan. of God's yeah. plan. Yeah. And so I know we're sort of nearing the end of this. We've talked a lot about patience, but I, I do want to maybe explore some of the things like, okay, so what are some things that we can do to help us grow in the virtue of patience? Mm-hmm. So, Deanna, any ideas?
0: I think for me, and it, it maybe it's silly, but I think one thing that I really want to focus on in living this out is to remember to just take a breath. And those moments where I feel like a, a real lack of control, especially mm-hmm. with, with my kids, but to just take a moment and maybe even to just say, like, oh, Holy Spirit, Um I'm thinking of a Daniel Tiger song. I won't sing it.
1: <laughs> you know you're a mom when you're quoting Daniel Tiger.
0: <laughs> when you feel so mad. Oh, no, we're not going to oh, do that. Oh, please. No. <laughs> when you feel so mad that you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. We'll come up with a Catholic version of that. I <laughs> but, love it. Make
1: a little jingle.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, yeah, just to take to take a moment because I think when I feel a lack of control, I start grasping mm-hmm. to, to get more control, which can look like anger and uh, yeah, it's just it's not pretty. So to take a moment, um, and uh, yeah, to to take a moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of moms can resonate with that. Really, a lot of people. It doesn't have to be moms, but we are speaking from a mom mm-hmm. perspective. But one of the um, one of our audience members said that she really struggles with patience because she's grasping for control, mm-hmm. and she said, it gives her great anxiety to sit and wait to see what happens. When God calls me to be patient, I tend to find loopholes around it, like, mm. yes, God, but. you're asking me to wait, but I what if we that. did it this way instead? Yeah. So yeah. Just, um, so I love the idea of just slowing down you know, and, let, and knowing that God is working. Right? Yeah. Um one of the things too, for me, it's like identifying my triggers, mm. like what are those mm. things in my life where I'm becoming most impatient and not practicing it like yeah. what are what are those things? and I because I'm staying home with my kids all day, I have a good list of okay, this is this is my trigger. Um, so when we're in a hurry, mm. so what does that tell me? I could probably do a better job of preparing the day before. Mm. Uh, because when we're in a hurry and we have to go,
0: yeah.
1: uh, and I'm expecting my kids to operate like soldiers who like do something on command right when I say it, and when that doesn't happen, right. I'm like, what are, you, what? what are you guys doing? No, put your shoes on, don't take them off, we have to go. <laughs> so I think even just identifying those times in our lives, like what is it that triggers me when I'm feeling the most impatient or when I'm, yeah. when I'm not being slow to anger, when I'm quick to anger, what are those triggers? And and sometimes for me it's that I have unmet needs that I'm not caring for myself, yeah. right? And so the idea of self care is something that I'm struggling with. And I know we, we had a podcast with um, Emily Frazee about self care. Yeah, self-care. That's one so of the first ones. Yeah. yeah. So I think we should put that um, in our notes, in our show notes, so people can reference it. But the idea that if we're not, if we have unmet needs. Like if you're running on three hours of sleep, you might just need a nap, right? And so how how can you accommodate something right. that is fulfilling a need that you have in order to function better? Because we're made of body and soul, yep. right? And so we need to know those things. So I would say just identifying my triggers and like at the end of the day, doing an examination of conscience. Yep. So, okay, here's where I wasn't practicing patience mm-hmm. today. Here's what led up to that if, well, I do find myself losing patience every day, but what could I do better tomorrow? Yeah. So just having that examination of conscience at the end of my day to say, okay, what can I do to even be 1% better tomorrow than what I was today? Yeah,
0: so. no, I love that because that keeps us in a cycle of like constant growth, like mm-hmm. that, that firm uh, commitment to being better day by day and to not despair because God, God is walking with us through all of this and his mercy is real. Yeah. So I like that. We, I think we have something very concrete to work on over the yeah. next week. And so we'll do we'll a see, check in next time and see, we'll how, see we how, how it goes.
1: Uh, so we'll check in next week about how we've been practicing patients and where can people go, Deanna, if they have questions uh, about the podcast, things that they want to talk about, or subscribing to our podcast.
0: Yeah, so if you go to stphilipinstitute.org, you can see all of our resources. But now that we're on iTunes and uh, on Spotify and other um, audio platforms, leaving us a review, liking, subscribing, leave a comment, let us know uh, what are other things that you'd like to hear about. Uh, that would be super helpful, and that yeah. would also make it more uh, accessible to, to others, get it on their radar. Um, please pray for us. Uh, we, we keep y'all in our prayers yeah. as well. Uh, but, yeah, please, we want to hear from you too. So podcast at stphilipinstitute.org is the email address. And, yeah. yeah.
1: So I can right. you close that in prayer?
0: That sounds good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, thank you for the gift of our faith. Thank you for the gift of our vocations. Um, Lord, we entrust ourselves to you. We ask for the gift of patience, the gift of growing in virtue, and we ask for um, our Blessed Mother's intercession um, that she will uh, pray for us and help us to draw closer to your Son. We ask these things in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.